Welcome to the Set Studio Podcast, building cool shit with me, Mike Special. This is where we'll discuss home development and hopefully give you the tools and knowledge needed to get ahead in real estate building and investing. So today we are talking about the, there's two pretty big, I mean, there's a lot of different, so many different ways to invest in real estate, but two that we're talking about today is multifamily versus single family. Um, I would like you to elaborate to start on the, the, the biggest, the bigger or not the bigger one, but let's go talk about multifamily first. So can you please elaborate on multifamily and how it exists today and what your thoughts are on maybe what it, who it might work for, if mm-hmm. anybody, um, why, it, if it doesn't work, why it doesn't work. Um, yeah. I'm going to let you take it from here. Awesome. You know, multifamily is something, well, and even to define multifamily, you know, you're talking about apartment complexes, condo complexes, things of that nature that are typically stacked on top of one another, have multiple units. You know, you've got boutique. I like to say apartment complexes, it may be 10 to 12 units on up to several hundred. You know, and investors for many years have invested in these due to um, you know, a, a rate of return, a steady rate of return. And in most cases, I've got a lot of friends and, and buddies that invest in uh, multifamily, and it's it's been great for them. And I think a lot of people have gotten involved in this over the years. And what they would do essentially is, you know, pull a group of money together and go find an apartment complex that may be a C type grade apartment complex, and they need to actually throw money into it to add value to it and once they do that they can bring it up to a b or b plus it's kind of hard to get an a grade apartment complex out of something that may have started out as a c but with that said you know five to six years later they can refinance that pull their equity out as well as pull additional equity out that they may have created so with that said it's a what I kind of think of is, is an old school kind of model. You know, does it work? Yeah, it works. Is there a better way? I, I believe so, you know, and I think that that's something that we're going to put a major dent in, in this market in years, years to come as well. So it's something we've been concentrating on extremely hard. But multifamily as a whole, you know, has been something that's been successful for, for several individuals. Oh, I was just saying, you know, difference in single family and multifamily. I think multifamily equals multi-income. So you have more doors, you're having more income coming in different streams. So if you have 10 doors versus one door in single family, you've got multiple streams of income. Yeah. And the national average on uh, profit for month per month uh, per door ranges between $100 and $150 per month. So if you've got, you know, 100 units, you're going to be making anywhere after all your bills are paid, management, upkeep, things like that. Once all those bills are paid, you're making between $100 and $150 a month. That's the national average. Um, And that's kind of a twist that that, that we are taking to hopefully kind of blow doors off um, multifamily from an ROI standpoint for our investors. I like it. Love it. Now, um, so people that, you know, I've seen kind of a trend, and I wanted to see if you have too. I've seen a trend where I feel like people back 
you know, 30, 40 years ago, bought a ton of multifamily because first of all, I don't think that people were thinking there, there was no, people weren't renting homes back then. You mm-hmm. either owned a home yep. mm-hmm. or you rented from an apartment. Absolutely. Those were your two options. So obviously the way to go was you bought multifamily, but I feel like I've seen a lot of people and the trend is people are offloading a lot of their multifamily and they're purchasing homes to rent because the the return the ROI is so much higher. Absolutely. <clears throat> In a much quicker time period too. Yeah. So with that said, you know, a model that we're running is is do something very similar. You know, take a group of houses that we may own that cash flow heavily. Um instead of multifamily mm-hmm. you know and and the further we get into here i'm happy to break at break down you know kind of our process what we're seeing what we're doing that we feel is just again just going to blow doors off multifamily well you're doing i feel like two to- different things too that's pretty cool is the first thing is that you are building you're taking one lot where somebody might another developer might build a home that is one huge Ex- home. One huge home that yeah. expands for, that takes up the whole lot. But what you're doing is you are building two homes, like a main and then what we're calling them the ADU. But a mm-hmm. lot of people in every state and city is so different of what they see as an ADU. But in Austin and Nashville, what you're doing, the ADU is a standalone home that mm-hmm. any individual could completely function in that's way bigger than most apartments, way more functional, more luxury. You have, I mean, these ADUs have like let's break it down. Like they have linen closets, they have yes. pantries, they have. They yeah, have and there's like, a misconception because yes. whenever I'm showing an ADU, which is around a thousand eleven hundred square foot home, people think that because the land is condoed here in Austin, that they don't own the land with the house. We've had a lot of people that mm-hmm. don't even ask that because they just assume that, but that's not the case. Anything fenced in their property, they own the land. Yeah, um, in that within those that those boundaries. Yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, and it's it, it's not the, the ADU in some places could be like a very small unit, but we're talking about these ADUs have the the extra half bath. Like we're talking two mm-hmm. bedroom, two and a half baths. Right. So the first part of what you guys are doing is you're taking the lot and you're building two homes so that people can live in the main home and then rent out the quote-unquote ADU, which is the second house, they can rent that out and that that money goes against their, in, their mortgage. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing you're doing is that you guys are building on different lots and different projects where you can be a part of a type of portfolio, investment portfolio yes. that vests over a certain period of time that you you basically invest in and you're getting that money out without actually owning it and you're basically part of a a minute a mini investment portfolio and we're not you're keeping it small you're keeping it more private you're not doing this with 50 people so Mm -hmm. that it gets chaotic or messy you're doing it with like a hand like what you can count on one if not max two hands exactly yeah and and the cash flow is typically good enough on those lots with the two homes to even hire a property manager if you needed to with a single family home you i don't know if you'd have the cash flow to do that but in this situation you would yeah Mm -hmm. so the biggest thing is you know in austin we've been um, very fortunate to be able to build an adu or a guest house on a lot and to your point earlier you know every jurisdiction is a little bit different but to even just kind of you know dumb it down a little bit the more doors you can put on one piece of land the better off you will be 
So from a simplistic standpoint, what we are doing is wanting to sell half of what we build to take our entire basis down to own the other half for as little as, you know, anywhere from zero dollars to where you own it outright to a very small amount of debt that you may have on it that originally um, was was some of the, the, the equity that was actually put up to start the project. So with that said, it's it's a full cash flow basis. And, and, and the way that we have worked these numbers, you know, to several on, on several different projects by selling a unit or two units and maintaining ownership of of some of these other units, you know, we can have a portfolio of at least in Austin 10 ADUs. And with the actual cash flow that these things make downtown, we can have the, the true income that we make um, is very similar or equivalent to 150 to 160 unit apartment complex. So at the end of the day, why would you want to own an apartment complex at A, you have to wait five to six years to refi, pull your equity out, and B, you know, um, have that many doors to manage, repair, you know, the, the cost is a lot more to own some of those things. So with these, if you own 10 homes that are cash flowing and making the same amount of money as 150 to 160 unit apartment complex, why on earth would you trap your money into, you know, a multifamily development? You know, one of the other things that's nice, too, is if you have, you know, let's say that the apartment complex isn't cash flowing the way that you want it to. You know, with our portfolios, if we have 10 individual houses and one of those houses is not performing, what do we do? We can sell it, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. turn around and replace it with another house that we built and have little to no basis in to do the exact same thing. You do not have that option in multifamily. You mm -hmm. can't go sell a couple units or sell a building just to get out of it because it's not producing in the way that you wanted it to. Um, so it's a constantly evolving portfolio. And then to the same point, you know, you can own this for five to seven to 10 years and then even turn around and flip it and sell it to a REIT based on cap rate. Mm -hmm. So what we are trying to do is produce real estate that's brand new, that's still under warranty, that rents, that low cash flow, low maintenance. It has Keyword. the best of everything in it. People want luxury items you know we're putting thermidor bosch um sub-zero wolf we're putting these things in these units that people will rent yeah you know there's that they're excited to rent yeah. because it's not dilapidated and it's, yeah <laughs> yeah Absolutely. it's pretty and they actually have a bit of a yard you know yeah. austin's a big dog a dog area you know we've got our pets you know we're a very active community but with that said you know, yes, we're starting this in Austin, but we're also going to be doing it in Nashville and hopefully within five different markets within five years. So yeah. this portfolio is going to be growing and we we continuously look for like-minded investors that want to take this ride with us. Because at the end of the day, our goal is to have on any given project, everybody's capital back to them in whole within 16 to 24 months. You cannot do that with multifamily at mm -hmm. all. So you, you can't even build on that in that time period. Absolutely. So we're we're basically looking at this as a means to an end. Um, you know, again, you sell a lot of your stuff to take your basis down completely, and then own whatever you own for as little as humanly possible. 
Hold on. So you had just said you cannot do that with multifamily. Did you mean with single family? Or did you mean to say? No, I meant multifamily. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. because like if you have a building that's not leasing, you can't just sell one building in an apartment yeah. complex. Okay. Okay. You can cut that out. We'll right? cut this all yeah. out, that little part, the little part. Um, but yeah, the other thing too is that like, um, you know, one thing to think about too is that you guys are part of this portfolio, which, you know, there's a lot of developers in Austin mm-hmm. that come in, they build, they cut a lot of corners. They cut mm-hmm. all the corners because they don't care. They, at the end of the day, sell the house, they sell the development, they'll they'll claim bankruptcy to, to wash yep. their hands of the project. Mm-hmm. Yep. Whereas when you go in on something like this with the builder, the builder is going to make sure, aka you guys, you're making sure that you're not cutting corners because the last thing you want is to have to go and replace a roof or deal with some major water line issue later on an investment portfolio that mm-hmm. you would also impact you and your money. Exactly. And that's the thing, you know, we want to build a product that people want to live in. You know, mm-hmm. um, you only get so much with most rental properties. Everybody, you know, is cheap with everything. We're putting the exact same thing in these smaller units that we put in our big units. You know, yeah. people will want to live there. You know, and going forward, you know, Austin's become a huge health and wellness market. You're going to see a lot more coming from the health and wellness position from us um, and a lot of the product we offer as well, rental or purchase. Mm hmm. And so one thing too, it's like, um, I mean, I know that I've heard about it, but have you guys heard about how the, for apartments, the rent numbers have gone up so much in Austin? You know, I, I've, I feel like I've heard from my end from friends where they're just like, why am I paying to live in an apartment when I could pay the same amount to rent a house? Mm -hmm. What do you, what do you think about that kind of supply and demand when it comes to multifamily versus homes in Austin? and rent yeah you know it, it we're going to line up a lot um very similarly with a lot of apartments and some of the nicer areas especially some of the ones downtown um but what we offer is your own space you don't have to worry about someone next door to you banging on the walls with their music too loud someone above you running around you know with high heels on clicking around at all hours of the night you know this is something that is that that you would typically purchase you know and that's really what we want to recreate you know we've got energy efficient homes things that we would you know that anybody would love to live in Um, and we just want to build a product that people do want to utilize and people do want to look to us for um, spaces that they would rather live in um, especially over an apartment complex and to your point private space absolutely private space is huge you know if you could pay the same amount of money to rent a smaller house that has better amenities better stoves better refrigerators you know a steam shower things like that if you could rent a unit like that for around the same price that you can rent an apartment complex why on earth Mm -hmm. would you rent an apartment complex you have zero maintenance we still take care of everything we take care of the yard we take care of it all Mm -hmm. it's essentially the same price with more space more privacy and, and better amenities. Yeah. Oh, you know what? The other day, um, our guest Eli said that, you know, he, I think, whatever, has a condo or an apartment, mm-hmm. whatever he has. Yep. And you were like, you need to get in on one of these houses. He's like, the first thing he said, he's like, oh, too much work. He's like, too much. Yep. I don't want to. You were like, wouldn't you want a yard? And he was like, no, no, because then I need landscaping and it's too much. It's like, 
what people don't understand right. is that these yards it's like okay so you can live in an apartment with a five by five deck mm-hmm. that you do you really go and sit on that deck like yeah. do you actually enjoy yourself on that deck i don't know mm-hmm. or you can have a, a backyard in these smaller homes that turf lux landscaping yes we're talking there's planter beds that are irrigated mm-hmm. okay it's called a dial people like yep. it's an irrigation system you're not out there with the hose like i don't know you know what people are thinking but it's like you have irrigated planter beds and you could have turf and you have a seating area but you are actually get to be outside and i feel like after covid so much so many people were the only thing that they had was that five by five balcony yeah. it's like why wouldn't you want to make sure that you had space mm-hmm. you know exactly say you have a dog i mean you have a little area for your dog to go outside yep it's not maintenance like you're not buying a six thousand square foot home with it a pool and a backyard and planters and all, all this stuff it's just know? all a misconception yeah. that they have in their head from what they've probably experienced or known in the past yeah yeah and that's the thing we're we're changing the viewpoints of that you know those that we introduce this this product to they they get it they get yeah. it as soon as they see it we've mm-hmm. got a meeting with a group of investors at two o'clock that want to invest in a lot of these as well because they get it it yeah. makes sense you know again why would you trap your money in multifamily as an investor and have to wait five to six years to refi that's just the average you know mm-hmm. i'm not making numbers up you can google it yeah you know and make 100 to 150 dollars a unit um you know why would you do that number one mm-hmm. one of the biggest things too you know if, if we decide to change something in one of the 10 houses that may be in a portfolio we can do that one house at a time mm-hmm. very easily yeah apartment complexes and things of that oh nature God. that's an undertaking yeah you can't go and and renovate an apartment because you have people below you you have people above you have people on the sides you have to do it during specific hours yep. it takes a lot longer and it costs and a then, lot more yeah so it takes longer and then you're also all those months that you're renovating you do not have somebody a person in that Mm -hmm. unit yep absolutely and then you're constantly trying to keep up with what the other multifamily buildings are doing or mm -hmm. if there's new ones going up because that's going to determine your rent 100 percent, you know and austin being such an outdoor area you know everybody walks everybody goes to the park everybody you know hits certain pools and things of that nature and it's yes are amenities and apartment complexes useful yeah um they can be but with that said you know having such a young outdoor enthusiast type of uh, population that we have now you know being in the middle of downtown people will always want to live downtown period Mm -hmm. whether the you know whether rents are high or low or whether the market's up or down people will always want to live downtown yeah and that's another thing that uh you can't ever say that something's completely recession proof but if you own a piece of property you know that may be worth a million dollars for a hundred or two hundred thousand dollars and the market tanks you know we've always get the question of what happens if the market downturns well you know if we're able to get you know close to five thousand dollars in an area in a downtown area like zilker currently and the market tanks and we have to lower our rent five hundred dollars a month is that going to kill us Mm -hmm. absolutely not would something like that kill an apartment complex absolutely and the biggest reason is is because our basis is little to nothing and that's not something that you know typical uh multifamily can say 
you know, they're typically very leveraged, you know, and there's a happy medium on how much debt you have. Um, and typically they max that out because they want to pay their investors back after that five to six years. So they're extremely leveraged. We've got an issue right now with interest rates come that, that have gone up. A lot of people are in arms and are having to refinance commercial loans for a lot of these apartment complexes. And there's a lot of people in trouble, you know, because mm-hmm. their rate is variable and they're losing money faster than anything. There's holes in their buckets and they can't stick their fingers in. Mm-hmm. With our model, again, if you own it for little to nothing, those downturns in the market will not affect you. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Are there people that are actually still building, like especially in Austin, which I find very interesting because I feel like there are less multifamily here, especially in like in these areas like Zilker mm-hmm. and stuff. But I have seen a few. Like, are you still seeing people building these multifamily? Yeah. There, there really are. And again, you know, you're having to keep up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you've got to put mass amounts of amenities in there. Um, and that's really a lot of what you're paying for. And still, these apartment complexes are going in the areas that we're building in. And again, how many times have you carried your groceries up two or three flights of stairs and, and things like that? I know I never want to do it again if I have the opportunity mm-hmm. to not do it again. Um, these are just little things that you take for granted, mm-hmm. you know, Um well, some people don't even put the amenities in because they're mm-hmm. leveraged and they can't do it. So the ones that are are able to maybe compete a little bit. But for the most part, you find these people are so leveraged that they can't put the amenities yep. that are going to draw the, you know, I don't know. the Exactly. No, know. it's true. And again, to go back to, to my point, if you have a unit or we have a house that is not producing in the manner in which we think it, that it should, we can sell it. Again, Mm -hmm. we have little to no basis in these things. So, you know, we try not to do any project that we don't have several outs on. Mm -hmm. Um, And in this one, we've got several. We can sell Mm -hmm. it. We can rent it. We can short term rent it. You know, we've got we've got several outs. You Mm -hmm. do not have outs. Very few in multifamily. You can Mm -hmm. sell. We can use it. We can use it. <laughs> yeah, you know, for people ourselves. come in town. Totally, you know? I know. Yeah, it's if it's not rented, it's 100%. like you always have a use for it. Yep. you can rent it to friends. You can, you know, just a lot of options. Mm-hmm. You know, we've even our latest unit that that we took over in in Nash that we're doing this with is is, you know, within the first month is cash flowing. Mm-hmm. That's that's unheard of. Yeah, you know, and again. This is a system that we're working and you know for years we've we've done well you know um with the business of building and selling and it became a there became a point a couple of years ago where i looked at bristol and i said what are we doing you know we we have something to offer you know and i want to start looking at legacy style stuff i want mailbox money i will work until the day i die just because i enjoy what i do so i don't consider it work but with that said you know, this is something, building this type of portfolio, this is in our realm. This is what we do. We should be taking advantage of these type of opportunities. And that's where we're really concentrating. You know, mm-hmm. we'll continue to do customs and we'll continue to do specs, but we are leaning heavily into, you know, hard assets. Yeah. Now, if somebody wants to get involved, I know the projects you have uh project already here in in kind of like in south austin Zil- mm-hmm. like zilker adjacent that you're already um we're breaking ground soon so you're already capped on investors there but 
what if somebody wants to get involved you know what what is the when's the first the next project that you're looking and pulling people in and then how what's the best way for people to reach out to you yeah no that's a great question um we've got several projects that we're looking at right now as well as nashville you know we've got the same opportunities in nashville if not more than we do here um and nashville's a, a tremendous market and if you don't know anything about it you need to google it you need to look at it there's a ton of culture there great food great music um you know austin lost its whole uh live music capital of the world type title years ago and i think it landed ultimately in nashville because there's a ton of people that went from austin to nashville so Mm -hmm. they've got great food just great scene and great people Mm -hmm. um so we're going to be doing a lot of this in nashville as well and uh, you can definitely reach out to us. My my email address is mike at setstudio.com. And Bristol's is bristol at setstudio.com. But we're continuously looking for like-minded investors to get involved in these, in these projects that, that just make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even if we are full of current projects uh, with investors, we do have investors come to us and say, hey, let's find something. Let's do something. So we don't necessarily have to have it right now for you to be an investor we can find it as well find Mm -hmm. projects exactly well that's everything for today's episode but we'll be back with more i think we that one project that you're doing four houses on Mm -hmm. um in austin will be breaking grounds in so we'll have we'll be back with more information on that soon absolutely thank Thank you you for listening bye If you enjoyed this episode or any other episodes from the podcast, please share with a friend, coworker, your mom, whoever you need to. And please don't forget to subscribe. We take all new feedback, comments, suggestions, and guest submissions on our Instagram profile at Outset Studio. See you next week.